Introduction God is for us so follow Him and know God's goodness. God in His goodness is both a loving God and abundant in mercy. Israel tested God's goodness ten times it says in Numbers and yet He still forgave them. Isn't that wonderful? Hopefully, we will not sin much and hopefully we will not commit big sins that have difficult consequences. We see in the following scriptures in Numbers, a God who is kind and merciful and we should understand that He will be kind and merciful toward us. Numbers 14 17-23 NKJV, And now, I pray, let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but He by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this people, from Egypt even until now. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned, according to your word, but truly, as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have put me to the test now these ten times, and have not heeded my voice, they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. God is abundant in mercy if a person changes and wants forgiveness. God will not clear the guilty it says of those who do not want to change and do not want forgiveness. It is important to understand that it says that God forgave the Israelites, but the consequences of those who sinned was they would not be allowed to enter the land of Canaan. God is a good God who wants us to change for our own good and do what is right. God in His love gave us the wisdom and understanding of His commandments, see Deuteronomy 4 6. He also gave us commandments that help us to do what is right and good, see Deuteronomy 6 17-18. Don't we all want wisdom and understanding and to do what is right and good? I think most people want those things in life so they can have a good, peaceful, and accomplished life. God gave us the so-called building blocks for life, the light that dispels darkness, the way to a better life. Science says the building blocks of life are ancient molecules. Molecules are what we are made of. How does that help us in life? What we make of life through doing what is right has a practical application for life. Notice that God forgives Israel even though they have gone their own way in unbelief over and over, but they came back to God and God forgave them. Fortunately for mankind, if we turn towards God, He will forgive us. If we live right, we will bring goodness into the world. Some say it is only a matter of faith and they tend to repeat themselves a lot perhaps to try to convince themselves that is true. If you repeat a lie long enough, you begin to believe it. As we can see, it is just by faith is not true. We must act on what we believe and do what is right. Those who continue to do what is wrong will not be forgiven. Yaakov said in James 2:18-19 NKJV, But someone will say, You, too, have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe, and tremble. If you only have faith, then you are destined for the lake of fire like the devil. Revelation 20:10 NKJV says, The devil, who deceived them, was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. You are being deceived by the devil if you believe it is only by faith. Also, we should be aware of some other false teaching that is out there. Some say God did not forgive Israel. 
It said in Numbers 14 19-20 NKJV, Pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this people, from Egypt even until now. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned. So, the teaching that God did not forgive Israel is not true. There were consequences for sinning over and over. Those who sinned were not allowed into the land of Canaan, but God forgave them. I have had Christian leaders tell me that there was nothing good about Jewish society. They seemed to exude a hate for the Jews, although they would deny it. The Israelites were believers too. 1 John 2:11 NKJV says, But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness, and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Without the Jews we would have no Bible and no Messiah. Yeshua was Jewish and still is Jewish. God forgave those in the desert who repented just like God will forgive us. Numbers 14:18 NKJV says, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. That does not sound like a mean God at all. An all-knowing and loving God gave us His Word and His commandments to help us. Stay faithful to His truths. Be strong and find encouragement from others. When someone encourages me and teaches me about God and the truths of the Bible, I get excited. That is why we have teachings like these. We need the help of others. It gives me great courage to hear and be fortified and strengthened with the truths of the Bible and to know the wisdom of the Bible. Let us look at a few pertinent scriptures. Deuteronomy 4 5-6 NKJV Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments. Therefore be careful to observe them. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes, and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Proverbs 1 7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 1 30-32 They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. Psalms 34:14. Depart from evil and do good. Proverbs 1:10 NKJV. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. 3. There is still time to seek God in a mixed-up world. First of all, we are to do what is right and good. Deuteronomy 6:17 to 18. We are to resist the sinful ways of the world. Ephesians 5:8 NKJV says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Our aim is to be a people who do not live in sin. Philippians 2:15-16 NKJV says, That you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life. The commandments of God are words for life. Just as God reached out to Israel in the past, He continues to reach out to us. 2 Peter 3 8-9 NKJV But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. Be resilient and at peace. Deuteronomy 5 32-33 says, Therefore you shall be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left.
you shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days. Doing what is right, being righteous, gives us a better life and in the end eternal life. This portion begins talking about a man by the name of Noah who did what was right and saved mankind so that those who would follow God could also be rescued to serve God and not serve sin. We also have teachings from previous years for your encouragement. Torah study, Noah means, comfort and is the name of the righteous man that walked with God and saved mankind from the flood. We see messianic figures throughout the Torah and Noah was one of those messianic figures. One righteous man, Noah, saves the world, Yeshua the Messiah also saves the world. Noah's name spelled backwards means grace. Noah found grace, Cain, in the eyes of Yehovah the Hebrew says. The portion of Noach begins by telling us that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth and Noah walked with God. It is particularly important to understand that Noah was a righteous man. Righteous means to, do what is right. It says in the Hebrew he was a Zadik, he was righteous. In my Bible it says, Noah was just. That carries a slightly different idea. Even Jewish Bibles use the word righteous. Genesis 6 9 CJB says, Noach was a man righteous and wholehearted. Noach walked with God. Again, Righteous means to do what is right and Deuteronomy 6:18 says that God's commandments are right and good. The fact that Noah was righteous means he kept God's commandments. Other writings tell us that Noah taught God's commandments. We see that there is an obvious correlation between being righteous and keeping God's commandments. We believe that Yeshua was righteous. Noah did what was right and the only way to do that was to follow God's commandments. Some say that mankind did not know much about God and there was an evolution in understanding about God. We know that is not true because Adam and Eve were in communication with God in the beginning. They were perfect at first. We see Cain and Abel making sacrifices and Noah also. 4. Communicated with God. He walked with God. Also, God told him to build an ark. The world had become corrupt and Noah was righteous and did what was right. There is a distinction between what is right and wrong that the original believers understood. So the whole evolution of relationship with God is made up. The reason for the giving of God's commandments at Mount Sinai was to write down God's commandments so mankind would have them. It was not only for the purpose of helping Israel. God intended for the Gentiles to also be believers. Isaiah 56 6-7 says, And the foreigners who join themselves to Adonai to serve him, to love the name of Adonai, and to be his workers, all who keep Shabbat and do not profane it, and hold fast to my covenant, I will bring them to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer, their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The believing Gentiles were to be fully accepted in the household of believers and believing Israel. Gentiles joined with the Jews according Ephesians 2:19 NKJV. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. As believers in the Messiah Yeshua, they were no longer foreigners to what? They were no longer foreigners to the believers of Israel. God saw that the earth was corrupt, Timaleh, and filled with violence, Hamas. Notice that the Word for violence is the word for the leadership in the Gaza Strip. Perhaps some of the evil had to do with the Nephilim who were large creatures who also lived on the earth at that time. 
The Hebrew says the Nephilim appeared on the earth in Genesis 6-4. So God told Noah that he was about to destroy the earth and would save him and his sons and their wives, and Noah was to build an ark. Noah was to bring two of every animal into the ark along with food and seven pairs of clean animals and birds. Noah was 600 years old when the earth flooded. Water came up from the ground and down from the sky and the Bible says that God shut the ark himself. It rained for 40 days so that even the mountains were covered. Everything under the water died and the ark was afloat for 150 days and then the water subsided. The ark came to rest on the 17th day of the 7th month, Tishri, on one of mountains in the Ararat range. Notice it is not on Mr. Ararat, but on one of the mountains in that range. Noah sent out birds to see if the water had subsided and by the first day of the first month, Nisan, the earth had dried up and Noah and all that was in the ark departed on the 28th day of the second month, the month of Iyar, near Shavuot, Pentecost. Many think the story of Noah is a fairy tale, but when we read the text, specific times and dates are given. Since we see specific details like this, it would lead us to conclude that this was no fairy tale. They say that Noah's Ark has been discovered in Turkey. Turkey actually has a visitor's center at the location of the ruins of Noah's Ark in the Ararat range of mountains. I should note that science often tries to discredit biblical findings and that is probably why this is not widely known. God must have wanted Noah's Ark to be found and he put it on Ron Wyatt's heart to go look. 5. For it, he was an amateur archaeologist. After he found it, there was not that much of it exposed so he came back to the United States and began praying for God to expose more of it. There was an earthquake in that region, and he then planned another trip back and found quite a bit more of the ark exposed. Numerous studies have been made since its discovery and the site has been authenticated. Yeshua said in Luke 19:40, but he answered them, I tell you that if they keep quiet, the stones will shout. It is ironic that man has ignored God. Yet even the petrified rocks of Noah's Ark shout out from the earth exclaiming that God and His Word is true. You can see a video about Noah's Ark online. Search for Ron Wyatt and Noah's Ark. It seems the world is covering up the ancient discoveries of the Bible so they do not have to repent and worship the true God. Unbelieving science has dug in their heels and will not tell the truth because they would have to admit they were wrong. There is nothing wrong with accepting truth. They are not being humble but are too proud to admit their mistakes and their made-up science. This portion should make us think about how God wants to use us. God told Noah to build an ark, and God gave him the drive to complete the task. So, whatever God gives you to do, be faithful and keep at it. Remember, we do not have to try to do everything. Just do the things God is leading you to do. Noah walked with God and did what was right. He was righteous because he did what was right. What are some of the ways we can accomplish walking with God? Agree every day to keep His commandments forever. Keeping God's commandments is one way to walk with God. Also we are to walk with God through the Holy Spirit which is given to believers in the Messiah Yeshua. God expects us to do what He already gave us in His Word. God says we should hate what God hates. We love others but hate sin. If we think anything wrong in our minds, immediately correct our thinking. Be thankful to God. Praise God. Live in God's presence, He sees us and is with us. Learn to discern between God's voice and the voice of the world. After Noah departed from the ark, Noah made a sacrifice to God near Shavuot or probably on Shavuot and God said He would not flood the whole earth again.
The rainbow would be a sign of that. Three major events in history happened on Shavuot. Noah gave thanks on Shavuot for God saving him. The Mount Sinai law was given on Shavuot, and the Holy Spirit was given on Shavuot. All these events have to do with God rescuing mankind. God gave Noah grace, God gave Israel grace, and God gave us grace from the Messiah Yeshua and the Holy Spirit. The portion continues, all plant life and animals could be food for man, but they were not to eat the blood of animals. God would hold those accountable who take the life of a person because God made man in his image. It says that Noah walked with God and so we see man communicating and hearing from God. God created man in his image, so it appears man was. 6. Created to be in fellowship with God from the beginning. Ham saw Noah naked and so Noah cursed Ham's son Kenan because of that. Noah lived to be 950 years old. And then the genealogies of Noah's descendants are given. They all spoke one language at that time. In this portion, Nimrod is building a tower to make a name for themselves, but God made them to speak other languages so that they could not understand each other and complete the Tower of Babel. The text perhaps suggests they were making themselves into God. Shem calls God El Elyon, which means God Most High. They were trying to make a high tower to give themselves a name. We can see a connection. Perhaps we could say they were trying to give themselves a name like God. In other words, they wanted to be God. More genealogy is given, and the portion ends with Terak the father of Abraham leaving Yor with Abraham and Abraham's wife Sarai and the cousin of Abraham, Lot. They end up living in Haran and Terak dies in Haran. In the next portion Abraham goes on to the land of Canaan. In other writings like Book of Jasher, Josephus, and Jubilees, we see that Abraham becomes a believer probably because he lived with the family of Noah for a while. Nimrod is the king of the area around Yor and Chaldi and he became a terrible and selfish person who did not follow God's commandments. He is building a tower to go into the heavens to fight with God. For that reason, Shem, the son of Noah, probably leaves the area and carries on teaching the people about the true God in Salem. Again, Shem calls God, El Elyon which means God most. Hi. The city of Salem later became Jerusalem. Shem is also called Melchizedek which means the righteous king or my righteous king and he leads a school of prophets there in Salem. Shem is already in the area when Abraham arrives. Abraham leaves the area he is from because Nimrod becomes antagonistic towards him. Because Shem was one of the sons of Noah. He spoke the original language of the world before the language was confounded at the Tower of Babel. Shem brought the original language with him to the area of Salem. Since Abraham also spoke the original language, it was then passed on to the Israelites through Abraham and is today called Hebrew. In the Haftorah it says that God will never forget Israel. We need to remember that, and it is not true that God is done with Israel. This scripture in Isaiah refers to Israel. Isaiah 54 9 10 NKJV says for this is like the waters of Noah to me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you, nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed. In Isaiah 53 it talks about Yeshua our Messiah coming and giving himself for our sins. Since we believe that, we should also take seriously God's promises to Israel. We want to be honest with our interpretation of the Bible. It clearly says that God is not done with Israel. 
Why did God have Noah build an ark? Perhaps it was a test or perhaps it was a witness too. 7. That generation, Noah taught about the true God, and it appears that most of the rest of the world was practicing their own belief systems and living evil lives. Perhaps Noah's family was unified in believing in the true God, so God chose them to save mankind. At the very least, the flood must have been a terrifying experience and it was only their trust in God that got them through the flood. God gave us a rainbow so that we would remember what God did. Noah drank too much once, but we should understand that he knew it was a mistake. His sons were careful to cover him so we see a sense of decency in their action. Just like God made clothes for Adam and Eve, their action suggests they understood they were not to expose themselves. Often, the laws given before Noah are called the Noahide laws, but the ancient writings say that Noah gave them God's laws. The laws we got from the time of Adam and from Noah were probably not just the few laws that are mentioned. In the Torah it says that we are to love God and our neighbor, but that is not the only laws in the Torah. Short lists are often given as an example or summary, and in this case the laws we know of are not the only laws they had. Giving all the laws could be tedious and it should be understood that there were more laws than the Noahide laws which we see in the Bible before Noah. Enoch was said to rule by the wisdom he knew and we know that God's commandments give us wisdom, see Deuteronomy 4 6. Even Joseph seems to know the laws of the true God. God is very specific in the Bible about the laws we are to keep so saying that they did not know God's laws when in fact we know it says Noah was a Zadik, righteous, is to say it did not matter what they did. Also, us saying it does not matter what we do is a lie. Revelation 21 8 NKJV says, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. Noah did what was right and saved the world. We too can bring blessings to the world by living right. Like Noah, we need to be faithful to keep God's commandments. We should stand strong and work hard at doing what is right. Last week we read in the portion Bereshit about the trickery of the devil and how the devil negated God's word so that Adam and Eve sinned. In order to do what is right, we need to resist wrongdoing and the trickery of the devil. We are to resist the devil and draw near to God. The first leader of the church says in James 4-7-8 NKJV, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Take care of the matters of life and our spiritual lives. Stay on track spiritually, God should be an important part of our lives. Hang on to spiritual truth and live for God. Noah's Ark has been discovered, but more important than that, is for each of us to discover the mighty God of the universe and our Messiah Yeshua. Commandments and implied commandments in this portion, Noah was a Zadik who kept God's commandments and was led by God we should do the same. Genesis 6 9, 8. We should listen to God's leading. In the Messianic age, we are to believe on the Messiah Yeshua who will then give us the Holy Spirit to help us to follow the Torah and help us in many other ways. Yeshua the Messiah is God, see Jeremiah 23 5-6, gave us the Torah. Genesis 6 11, John 14 15-17. John 14:15-17 NKJV says, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, 
that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. We may eat edible kosher animals and plants. Noah understood kosher law because he knew which animals were clean. Genesis 7 2, 9-2-3. Marriage between a man and woman and having a family is commanded again. In our present day, not everyone has the opportunity to marry and not everyone can have children, but that is something we are to seek. Genesis 9-1. We are not to drink blood. Genesis 9-4. We are not to commit murder and the death penalty is required for killing someone with intention to cause harm. Genesis 9-5-6. We are to remember that the rainbow is a symbol of God's mercy and that he will not destroy the world by flood again. Genesis 9-13. We are to cover our flesh. God covered Adam and Eve's flesh and Noah's sons covered Noah. Genesis 9-23. We are not God. Shem worshipped El Elyon, God Most High, and this suggests that they were wrong for trying to make themselves into God by building the Tower of Babel. Genesis 11 4.